0: Hello, my name is Dr. Rebecca McKendry, and welcome to Office Hours. This is a bonus episode from my podcast on the Fangoria Podcast Network, Nightmare University. Fangoria Magazine was first published in 1979 and quickly became famous amongst not just genre fans, but the entire entertainment industry. Fangoria had such an impact on me as an adolescent and teen that as soon as I graduated from college, I sought out the company hoping to work with them. And in 2004, I was fortunate enough to begin working at Fangoria as an intern. I went through a number of different positions over the next decade, but spent most of my time working as Fangoria's director of marketing. I loved my job so much and was completely devastated when we shuttered our doors in 2016. Over the next year or two, I went on to get a PhD focused in horror and cult cinema, I became the co-host of Blumhouse's Shockwaves podcast, and I became a professor specializing in horror and cult media. Then, in 2018, Fangoria was purchased by a new owner, and I was elated to see it rise from the grave and begin again with a new crew and a new direction. I was asked to rejoin the Fangoria family, and I am thrilled to be part of the Fangoria podcast network. On these Nightmare University bonus episodes, Office Hours, I'll be exploring behind-the-scenes tales, genre-fueled adventures from my many years with Fangoria. This episode is brought to you by Fangoria Magazine. Fangoria Magazine is back in a deluxe 100-page quarterly edition. Each issue includes set visits, deep dives, new discovery and minimal ads, all printed on collectible grade paper stock that reimagines the classic magazine for a 2019 audience. You'll see familiar names like Mike Gingold and Tony Timpone, and you'll see bylines that will make your eyeballs pop out of your head, like Barbara Crampton and S Craig Zoller. And the best part, it's in print only. Go to Fangoria.com to subscribe today. That's Fangoria.com. For this week's episode of Office Hours, I wanted to discuss something that may seem a bit mundane, but it became a constant source of my greatest moments of discovery and education while working at Fangoria the file cabinets. But before I get into the Fangoria file cabinets, I'll tell you a little bit about old timey movie press kits. If a movie is releasing, it's common for the marketing folks to send out a press kit to all the outfits who may be interested in covering the movie's release. This usually includes a trailer, the film's poster and graphics, info about the cast or crew, and usually some quotes or statements about what makes the movie great. They usually also include a ton of press pics to use with coverage. The pics are a combination of screenshots from the actual movie and also behind-the-scenes shots about how the film was constructed together. Since about 2009, the bulk of these press kits have been sent via email. And for a few years prior to that, they were sent out using EPKs, electronic press kits. And these were either sent using portable drives or data tapes. But prior to about 2005, it was customary to send out all these materials in actual physical form. So the press kit would include a lobby card or some type of display, a one sheet from the movie, and many, many photo slides from the film. Some films would literally send out hundreds of slides to each outfit, and usually the bigger the movie, the more slides you would get. These materials were created for almost every film, especially those made from the 1970s forward. And time has lost many of these materials. But you can still find some amazing press materials lurking on eBay or being sold for top dollar at horror conventions. But Vangoria has all of them. Back when the magazine started in 1979, publishers Norman Jacobs and editor Carrie O'Quinn started a file on every horror movie that came out, stuffing each folder full of press materials, one sheets, even personal handwritten correspondences with the film's marketing team or crew. They kept everything on every single film, interviews that they did, everything. Major films, tiny films, all of it. If the film had any type of press materials, it was sealed inside of the Fangoria files. By the time I started working for the company in the mid-2000s, the Fangoria files had grown into dozens of file cabinets that filled an entire storage room. And they were constantly being used. Doing a story on Fright Night, you can probably find some never-before-seen behind-the-scenes pics. Doing an expo on Extro, head to the files and check out the original press kit, the one sheet, and possibly some interview about the actual shoot that was done right after the production wrapped. These files became a constant source of amusement for me. I would often find myself lost in them, like a kid in a comic book shop. I would head into storage to pull out a few slides from A Turn of the Living Dead, and hours later, I would still be there, sitting amongst the dusty papers, having made my way through Reanimator, Raising Cane, Rawhead Rex, and Rabid Grannies as well. The files also, at times, became the bane of my existence— During my tenure at Fangoria, we moved offices in New York City no less than four times, maybe five. Sometimes the movers would relocate the files inside the cabinets, so we would then just have to figure out what order the cabinets needed to be in once we got to the new location. Once, the movers took all the files out of the cabinets and placed them in probably 40 different banker file boxes. During that move, boxes were jostled, things were placed in the incorrect order, and some of the boxes got dumped out altogether. The same thing happened with our entire backlog of issues. It took me months to get the files back in place, and I would usually go in and do this on Saturday mornings. It was quiet then, and I could put on music in just zone. And somewhere in between chronologically organizing our entire backlog of magazines and alphabetizing all the files, I honestly spent just as much time on the floor reading the files as I did sorting them and putting them away. I was completely captivated. I found set stills from the beyond that have never been seen anywhere else. I found concept art and screen tests from the Nightbreed movie of all the monsters that never made it into the final cut. I found an angry personal letter from director Toby Hooper chastising Fangoria for their rather critical review of his 1985 film Invaders from Mars. These files were a remarkable time capsule of just how many amazing achievements our genre has accomplished. "'When Fangoria shuttered its doors in 2016, all of our office contents were placed in a storage unit, including the dozens of overflowing file cabinets. I used to half-joke with my fellow Fangoria crew that we should rent a moving truck and drive cross-country to rescue the files. Imagine my surprise when I found out that someone did just that.'" When Fangoria was purchased by Dallas Sanya in 2016, he coordinated a moving truck to take all the contents of the storage unit and bring them cross-country to Fangoria's Dallas, Texas-based office. I've now visited the office a couple times, and it's amazing to see the files back in order. They look better than ever, organized, dusted, and ready for examination. I was in town just this past weekend with my fellow Shockwaves podcast crew for the Texas Frightmare Convention and we took a wonderful trip to the Fangoria office to visit everyone. And once again, I found myself captivated. This time with my fellow horror nerds Ryan Turek, Rob Galuzzo, and Elric Kane, who were just as mesmerized as I was. Each one of us digging through to find our favorite film and each finding some long ancient treasure of horror history that was forgotten but definitely not lost. And if you frequent the Fangoria. Socials, you will see regular posts from the files as the new staff makes amazing finds and discoveries lurking in the endless Vangoria folders. university is a fangoria podcast network original produced and hosted by rebecca mckendry producer natasha pesetta executive producers dallas Sonier and phil nobile jr associate producer jessica safa art and design by ashley detmering sound recording design and mixing by david mckendry music by the serpentines for fangoria brandon wynerdy jason koslerich and rachel wilson